And I want to define that enemy. They are liberals. The socialist agenda. They are progressives. A vile liberal agenda. They are Che Guevarians. They are Castroites. Tyranny. The radical left. Trotskyites. Maoists. Stalinists. Leninists. Marxists. Out of touch liberal elite. They're all our enemies. Who'd I leave out? Who indeed? Welcome to the Urban Underachiever Radio Program. My name is Brandon Walker. I'm here with my friends Brent Dawson and Stephanie Casey. How are you guys doing tonight? Hello. Great. How are my fellow Che Guevarians? I love that part. I've been mm-hmm. uh, Che Guevarians is like my favorite thing. I think I really do want to be called that. <laughs> Let's start our own party. The Che Guevarian party. It does sound like a half man, half unicorn, or something. Brent explained. <laughs> I had to have Brent explain to me what a, a Che Guevarian is, and then I was like, "Oh, it's it's Che Guevara." Che- right. But you put it together and make it and and. It sounds like a mythical creature. <laughs> it it's, it's a mythical creature. Prancing about. The land of fairies and elves. Yes, <laughs> and, and left-wing radicalism. <laughs> Good to see everybody. So uh, uh, this weekend, we went to, uh, Stephanie and I went to the coffee party festivities over mm-hmm. at the Progressive Center in Dallas. Had a yes. great time. And uh, Brent wasn't was able to join us. It was interesting and uh, got to meet a lot of people. And those of you that were there... Great to meet you. The ones I met there at the actual event. Um, so let's let's talk about it. What what's what? Stephanie, it was your first time there. I've yes. been a couple of weeks before. What were your impressions of the coffee party as an event? Um, I think it's just starting out. I think it's still finding its way. Um, I think that I, I really liked when Rainy came on the show, and we learned that it is a nonpartisan movement promoting civility and government which I think is should be the number one priority of the coffee party is getting that message out there that that's what they are. They're yeah. not liberals, progressives, opposed to the Tea Party, necessarily. Um, there were some people that really like hearing themselves talked and wanted to hear, tell their own stories and weren't necessarily, you know, like in any group where you get people together, didn't necessarily want to actually openly discuss ideas. They just wanted to say what they thought kind of a thing. But so then there were others. thing I didn't go. No, 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 no. But then, I mean, the bulk of the people were, no, you know, open people. discussion. And, you know, when someone said something, they said, oh, yeah, I haven't thought about it that way. That's that's interesting. Um, but it was a great background of people that had in my group that had a lot of experience in politics in some way or administration in some way um, or had some, you know, strong opinions. Obviously, if they came to the meeting, they, you know, were there for a reason. Um, so I, you know, it's, I think it's a great start and I'm, I'm excited to go to the next event and see what happens. Were there any in your, your group and there was probably what, 10 people in each group, something uh, like something, that. Yeah, I we think, probably had seven or eight. Were there any people that self-identified as conservatives or? No, but the woman who was, uh, Casey, who's the organizer, the Dallas area organizer where we live, her mother was in our group and she said that she knew that there were three Republicans there. That, at that particular event? At that particular oh, okay. event, and that uh, one or two of them were actually running for some kind of office. Oh, yeah, there was a judge, a district okay, judge that was go. there. Okay, so, and he participated from what I... Yeah, I did hear about him participating in one of the groups. Um, yeah, I, I felt the same way. It was a really constructive discussion in the group. Most of the people, I think, have left-leaning tendencies, mm-hmm. but there weren't any what I would call radical types in the group Uh the same way that you would see at a teabagger convention or, or, or a rally where they're right. very, very angry 
Everybody was very calm. <laughs> that link you sent us that uh, was at T-Bonics where all the signs oh, yeah. are misspelled. They're Love like it. socialism, but it's it's completely spelled wrong and stuff. Or they would even the, uh, I think it was on a church thing that said, um, English is our language, like it used to it, learn it or something. Right. But a bunch of the <laughs> words are spelled wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. I've been getting a lot of <laughs> really entertainment of, of, out of reading those signs yeah, on the uh, T-Bonics. Tr- signs when I'm traveling from state to state to do gigs they're hilarious oh the church signs that are out on, on uh, you know the church signs they always have some little message underneath that. yeah like god answers knee mail i like yeah. that one. <laughs> i think there's actually a whole there's like a table book uh, what do you call it? a coffee table book that is all church signs i've seen it at, oh, at uh, american outfitters or urban outfitters or whatever it's called uh but so, yeah so what did your group come up with and what when i well, after i left basically all the groups you know reorganized into everyone sitting and I assume someone from each group said, this is what our group came up with. Sure. We so talked, what did they say? We talked about a couple of things. Oh, hang on. Mm-hmm. What was the assignment? That oh, that's a great, great Just question. break up and Break up talk and, about and talk about issues that are important to you and, and kind of get everybody's opinions with the ground rules being mm-hmm. no arguing, no uh, you know, foul, you know, harsh language right. necessarily. No, like attacking. Right. No personal attacks, that kind of stuff. And, um, and trying to keep uh, your affiliation and all of that out of it so it's more general sort of as people what do we want as a society and how can we accomplish that and specifically it was what steps should the coffee party take to communicate this Mm -hmm. to the greater public yeah uh as a movement our group and at the end each group had a representative stand up and talk about what their group talked about and ours had the hardest problem because we probably covered 10 different subjects in that 30 40 minute period we covered everything from uh i brought up pot legalization because there was a kind of a lull in the conversation oh, i was Brandon? like I, I was like what do you guys think of that <laughs> <laughs> they they liked that idea of course everybody in the group was like oh yeah you know we love it and um well we love the idea of legalization <laughs> our messiah he's leading us <laughs> come on um we talked about one thing i i asked the group i said raise your hand if you were around and i didn't want to assume people's age but there were mm-hmm. some people that are a little older i said tell me if you were around in the 60s during the civil rights movement or during the Vietnam protests, I said, raise your hand and, and compare with the group the difference between that period of time and the unrest, the the protests and all that with what's going on now. Mm-hmm. And they oh, were, they were very excited to talk about that. There were several people that were involved in that era. And they that's said, awesome. they said the huge difference is back then the media did not legitimize right. the, if there was fringe groups or, or even the, the media was not obsessed with them mm-hmm. the way they are. We, they knew about they it. They were journalists, not the Pepsi journalists commercial were, sellers. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. journalists were a little, little more fair about it. They said, that, and then they said they've never seen anything like they've seen now. Like yeah. this, the, the amount of anger and violence uh, that's going on now, even compared to civil rights and even compared mm-hmm. to the Vietnam protest, mm-hmm. they said this is a whole different, it's kind of ratcheted right. it up. And it could have been, it could be because of the media attention not necessarily that it was well i brought so that up worse. i mean we've talked about that before i mean in my opinion that there, you know that is what gets people's attention so that's what they show all the time which in turn builds it and makes more people crazy and hyped up and stuff because when you're showing those people that are nuts you know well, we have a several generations of emotional infants yeah who have yeah. to suckle at the teat of tv for yeah totally um everything to keep us stupid i mean it's it's a distraction nobody cares about anything and it, if we care at all, it's because it's been sensationalized. Mm-hmm. True. I like that. That you like that image? Infants. <laughs> what did you say? That's true. Suckling at the teat of TV. You're right. That's uh, wow. That is that's actually a pretty mm-hmm. profound way of putting it. It's yeah. it's very. Uh, that's true. Well, uh, so all in all, I, I you know, 
What was the outcome, though? What was the outcome at the end? What did they say? Okay, for our Dallas chapter, this is what we're going to send into. Because, I mean, that was the idea was they report back to sure. headquarters. Well, she was, Casey was seemed very excited about just the amount the, or the number of different topics that mm-hmm. people were talking about. The fact that there were some... This has a very Hall of Justice, Super Friends kind of feel to it. It, 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 it certainly did. And that's why <clears throat> it's so different from everything else that's been going on. It's because it, it is people just talking. And there were people... There was a guy that was sitting next to me who was self-identified as uh, independent. Mm-hmm. He said sometimes he votes conservative, sometimes he votes sort of liberal. But uh, And he brought up some, some interesting points about the deficit. We were talking, and that was his big concern about the budget deficit and how we're going to recover from that. Mm-hmm. And I talked mm-hmm. a little bit about, briefly. I tried to actually keep kind of quiet. I really was there more to listen. But there's sometimes I just have to chime in on things. Um, really? Like talking about the interest rate that we're paying on that debt, which is much different than it yeah. was during the Bush administration. Mm-hmm. But uh, all that aside, we uh, I still I'm I'm a supporter of the movement. Stephanie's on board. Brent, maybe we'll show up and. I'm not. I'm not both feet sometime. in, but I definitely. I want to go. Attend. Yeah, I'm not going to get like super involved at this stage, but um, I'm I'm definitely into what's happening and curious to see how. I'm it all for any movement that will get something done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all for that. Good. And we do, uh, again, appreciate uh, Rainy coming out and hanging out with us last week. That was fun. Hi, Rainy. If you're listening, hi. <laughs> and you're welcome back anytime. I already told her she's welcome back anytime she wants to come back. Uh, and I think maybe we'll talk about getting her back or, or someone related to the movement come around uh, November when we're starting talking about... I want about... from the tea party on yeah, here. We need yeah, we Let's a get a teabagger. Yeah, so by the way, if you're a listener, <laughs> you're... And you're also a teabagger. And by teabagger, people who... <laughs> frequently look at the back of the observer i'm not talking about <laughs> yeah we're talking about the political <laughs> movement teabaggers do you think we should stop calling them that no out of no out of, no i thought we we're supposed no. to be bipartisan now no. and all. but on, on our show we don't have to be bipartisan we open up with liberal it's more this, appropriate liberal that. it's hilarious and i giggle every time anyone says it okay speaking of hilarious so funny that they identified themselves as that initially okay so so at this point in the show this is the point in which we decide that we're no longer bipartisan <laughs> because i've got I, I've, did we I, say we were bipartisan at one point i don't know in fact that. on our on our deal it says with complete disregard for bipartisanship yeah. but it but i'm saying in deference to the coffee party ethos of Right. You know, everybody's equal and all that oh, kind of no, stuff. No, no, no. I'm open to all ideas and whatever, but I'm still going to call a teabagger a teabagger. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not so I, I wrote, <laughs> I got some notes tonight and I, I titled my notes. <laughs> you titled your notes? I did. I, my oh. notes say conservatives. <laughs> awesome. uh, Brandon's breaking out the PowerPoint now. <laughs> Do you guys ever watch that show, Best Week Ever? I think it comes on VH1 no, or one of those. Oh, yes. Well, they, they go through the week and who had the best week and, and all that kind of right. stuff, like celebrities and yeah. politicians. So I, I labeled this conservatives' worst week ever. Um, Do I get to be the cheesy comment who comments on all the... That's exactly what you are. You're the cheesy comic who gets to comment. Who does, says unfunny things about every story. So here's, here's... I've got five, one, two, three, four, five different reasons why this is the conservatives had the worst week ever this week and the previous week um and so what i'm going to do is i'm going to throw out these basic headlines and give you a bullet point of each story and then maybe we can y'all can pick which one we focus on okay some of them are some of them are kind of serious and some of them are not um so basically we had the epic fail of the teabaggers in trying to block the healthcare legislation so that kind of started that number one no no that's number zero that started the whole downhill okay, spiral gotcha. from That's there the downward spiral ever. yeah so that would have been bad enough for them they were already having a hard time mm. but then uh this week they had the scandal 
the Republican National Committee, uh, Michael Steele, and the whole thing about the uh, stripper club and the bondage and, and him wanting to buy a, a private jet for his own use. Uh, so the RNC is in some trouble right now. Michael Steele is in a... Is, Although he's been distancing himself from the... Who's Michael Steele? He's the, uh, the chairman of the Republican National okay. Committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could talk about Michael Steele. We could talk about the fact that Damn, these guys that's spent... that's part of the party. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. Well, on a recent trip, basically what happened on, on, a, on a trip, on an official Republican National Committee trip, they spent $9,099 at the Beverly Hills Hotel, almost 7000 at the Four Seasons, and then almost 2000 at a club called Voyeur West Hollywood. Those sound like very low numbers to me, honestly, for those establishments and more than two people. Well, no joke. They spent $2,000 at a strip club, at a bondage-themed nightclub featuring topless women dancers. <laughs> a bondage-themed yeah. suite. <laughs> Nothing says Republicans okay, wait, like bondage. Okay, list them all off before okay. you give details. Okay, so that's one. Um, okay. This week, a district court judge uh, ruled that the Bush administration is uh, was illegally wiretapping uh, in uh, 2007 as part, as part of the Patriot Act. Okay. So they were uh, they're being brought up on charges and what a, a judge deemed it illegal what they did. Uh, lots of Vatican sex scandals this week, including one implicating the Pope himself. Not, More than the Deaf Boys? Right. Well, the, the deal about the Pope is that he alleged... He was the bishop of that whatever at that time, Exactly. Right? Yeah. And he was, cover it was CC'd on a memo yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, by another, uh, from another bishop that had committed those right. 200 acts of uh, uh, sexual abuse against deaf children. Uh, we've also got pot legalization pot probably going to happen in California, in which case I will win my... It wasn't really a bet, but my prediction that pot will be legalized in California in 2010. Um, and then we, we had a big high-profile arrest of a, quote, Christian militia uh, up in Michigan, which actually leads to quite a few other mm. sort of serious kind of things. So here's, here's what we get to pick. porn and the guns. All right, I'll do porn and guns, too. Porn and guns? Okay, so let's, let's talk about Michael Steele. Do you, you guys know... No. Okay, Michael Steele is... <laughs> He's in, he's inept. He's not a good. What's his deal? Like, okay. what's his the background? Where would he come from? Why is he head? If you if you want he me to be honest, here's Michael Steele to me. What happened was as soon as Obama was elected, the Republicans said, "Dang, we got to get us one of those black oh, guys. Black. Okay. We got to get a real charismatic, sort of hip, cool guy, black guy, maybe to represent us because maybe. because maybe. now we're being painted as the party of." You know, white, crusty old, white dudes. crusty white dudes. Okay. So let's get us one of those black guys uh, and see if we can get them. And so they picked Michael Steele at the surprise of everybody, including Michael Steele. And they put him out as sort of their guy. Right. And he has been consistent with saying ridiculous things, putting his foot in his mouth. One minute he's on, on TV talking about how much he likes rap. The next minute he's like throwing out slang. And then the next minute. Where did min- he come from? I don't know where he came from. <laughs> That's the thing. Nobody really knows. Like Studio poor White at Child. CBS? Or? Nobody had heard of him until they, okay. they trotted him out. Much like they did Sarah Palin. They just, they okay. like, okay, we need a woman to kind of be hip and cool and fun. And so they bring out Sarah Palin without doing any kind of a background right. on it. Right, right, right. But since Michael Steele, his job really. Well, would have been really cool. Is mm-hmm. The stripper club, the bondage club had mm-hmm. Sarah Palin in there. Oh, and she was in. They all kind of hung out together. Yeah, the Rilf party. That as a performer awesome. or an observer. Also, Either, I, get this, <laughs> I get this. I get this image of like some crusty Republican, like 
acting out scenes from Planet of the Apes. Oh my god. <laughs> Get away from me, you damned apes. But he's been he's been constantly embarrassing the Republican National Committee. And this is kind of the biggest thing. So he 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 was telling the committee all along, he was lobbying for the fact that he wanted a personal jet for his own use. Right. And basically all he does is he's like a figurehead. He goes around, he talks to colleges or groups right. of teabaggers and that kind of stuff and he gives little speeches he writes his book he doesn't really have an official sort of job aside from right. being the representative mm-hmm. he doesn't you know make legislation or anything like that but he's the face ostensibly the face of the republican party um but the, what, what's happened here is now whether it was him or his group or whoever they build the republican national committee for two thousand dollars from a bondage club now, he says he wasn't there, and it was just those crazy kids that were in my group. Uh, regardless, but wait, like, how it's a, does it was an official happen? event. How do you... Who cares? I, okay, I don't understand. Wait, wait, no, but... So, are they just handing over the RNC credit card? I mean, what what is this? What do you mean? Like, they were there? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> no, what they, what they did one is they visa put it, for all yeah, this? <laughs> I mean, what is the... No, what happened is they... Somebody in their group put it on their own personal card, right? That's fine. Then they... In their free time? They invoiced it back to the Republican National okay. Committee Sweet. for them to pay right back. As a business expense while they were at the convention That's or exactly whatever. right. So, okay, to you. them, okay. going to a strip club, not that. just a strip club... They were socializing with each other... As an official, hey, I think that will make the Republican Party a whole lot more fun to be around. Now, you and I would think that. However, that the 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 side of that that the Republicans are not pleased about is now all the donations are are, have been removed from the RNC. Mm. Since this news came out, all the big companies and all the big donors to the RNC have moved their money to other Republican committees, whatever they are. So they're taking. RNC is the big one, though. That's the one that supposedly represents so all real the Americans. They got donated to these strippers because of that. The funds have been left. In, in fact, there's, there's. <laughs> I was reading this today. I, I might make sure I get this right. There's an organization that the RNC created called like the Young Eagles Program to recruit new young Republicans. <laughs> okay. uh, and they they have like it's sort of a summer camp or something like that for like college <laughs> Republicans. It, it sounds really horrible, but it sounds like a hoot, but what's happened so is they be- need a course. there, like uh, how to hide your strip club. Money. Exactly. Don't, don't it bill back. it, you know, change right. the name of, but what's well, happened is they canceled all events for the young Eagles program or whatever. In fact, they pretty much canceled the program as a result of this. Um, and all the big companies, Home Depot, the guy that runs Home Depot is apparently a big, contributor to the rnc he decided he's going to pull all his money out and send it elsewhere so the fallout of this has been uh, you know same guy who had uh michael vick on his football team by the way oh he did yeah Yeah. did he own the atlanta falcons or something the guy that owns home depot nice well i'm sure he's really excited about michael's career since then um but either way it, it who cares if they go to strip clubs? I don't care. But it's this, it's again, I come back to right. this idea of, of Republicans love to take the moral high ground. Mm-hmm. They like to pretend that they're somehow more in touch with morality mm-hmm. uh, well, on social issues. People, yeah, who are and <laughs> this idea sense. of, okay, let's, the government needs to spend less. Meanwhile, the right. Republican National Committee chairman is asking for a private jet for his own personal use so he can kind of jet around and, and, and fundraise. For this is the uh, the one of the the biggest fundraising organizations for the Republican Party, and that and yet they think it's 
perfectly fine to spend nine, $9,000 at a hotel, 7000 right. at the next one, $2,000 at a bondage-themed strip club. What do you think and about that, it? That's the best place to find people who want to throw out money is at, at a strip, strip club. club. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Now if that's they, he's doing his job, man. If that they, justifies <laughs> the jet right there. If they had Tax made that write-off. that argument, so uh, that's really the whole gist of that. I just thought it was, you know, unseemly if you want to use a word. Just it's silly. But again, back to the concept that Republicans like to, to claim this moral high ground. Clearly, they don't have it. Uh, no one has it. I mean. I don't know if you guys are up to date, but it's been a very tragic week for, or maybe, I don't know, this may have happened a few weeks ago, Sandra Bullock's husband, Jesse James, right. the outlaw. Yes. Sex addiction. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> apparently has a sex addiction like all people. Did y'all see the picture of him today with the, doing the Nazi salute? Oh, my goodness. Is it me or is there like a rampant outbreak of sex addiction in the last No, year? we just, just have people getting caught videotaping yeah. photos that are on cell phones and the internet, and so people find out about it a lot more. Yeah, it's like... It, it exists. It's reality. And my brother and I were having this conversation. This might be actually but something But does sex addiction... About. I'm a therapist, so I'm not going to answer that question. But does but sex addiction sex actually addiction. exist? Yes. I don't think it's called actually sex addiction. I just think that in general... Oh, Dr. Drew okay, calls it that. Well, whatever. There's um, a... What were you and your brother talking about? Well, Stephanie? basically that the... Okay, the utmost satisfaction for a human being is orgasm. There's nothing that gives you more pleasure than that. And, and females get to have multiple ones. To get what, supposedly. So if supposedly. you're lucky. Well, you know. Mm. Um, if I could have them, my arms wouldn't fit in the shirt. Right <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if... If if being successful means that you get to have as many pleasures in life as you can afford yourself, sex is the ultimate pleasure, satisfying sex. And the most satisfying sex we find is not with someone that you've been with for 10 years and you know what's going on. It's unexpected, spur of the moment, hot young delivery guy slash cabana boy shows up and is like, oh, you're famous. I want to fuck you right now. Uh, this happens to Brent all the time. The well, cabana boy just, shows cabana up. It doesn't, shows but that's, that's why someone, you know. I didn't realize that mine and Stephanie's fantasy were exact same. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why like live you know i mean if you're it's real easy to take the moral high ground if you work in a cubicle and live in fucking plano texas you know and mm. you have a family with three kids at home and you're busy all the time dealing with that stuff yeah but if you're a celebrity that has them you know someone um, amazing beautiful sexy people all the time throwing themselves at you you're gonna have some sex and right. you know you're just gonna do well, that maybe the like, addiction part of it comes in when it begins to destroy your life like but it will always destroy your life if we have a view of society as like that's well then why don't we look at alcoholism that way well um, a lot of people consider alcoholism a disease or an addiction of course okay. well that yeah. is that's, well it is a yeah. disease and addiction but they don't wait till necessarily it's destructive before they start calling people out on it yeah Right. Whereas sex addiction. Well, but people make, I mean, that's a, goes back to our thing. Like a lot of money is made off of alcoholism and food and all mm, that. So we allow those addictions to. I can't imagine, I can't imagine being a celebrity and trying to have affairs. It just, it's like, you can't do it anymore. Oh, you can really easily. Oh, believe well, me. but people get caught. People are getting caught because everybody's got a camera. You yeah. Know? But I mean, I'm telling you, like after working in Hollywood for seven years, I guarantee you, we're talking about like a seventy percent rate. I mean, sakes, it's not man. it's not a few and far between thing because it really is. I mean, the crews go on location to shoot a movie and they're all having sex with each other, married, not married, engaged, celebrity, not. I mean, they're all sleeping with I each other. Get my their way well, totally, and, and it's always been like that. But I'm saying within the last two years, 
the proliferation of YouTube and just the ability to instantly and people can make money. The TMZs and all yeah. that. It, it's it's a money making thing. And now anybody with a cell phone that happens to proof. see Tiger Woods walking right. around with some woman. Not to mention, so I think it's going to be something that you're just going to you're going to see more and more of this. Jesse Jane. Now now they've got. And we'll like, get tired of it won't be a big deal. But they have PR yeah. people. They have lawyers that can squelch it. So I mean, before now, before someone had proof and said, actually, I can make more money by going extra and releasing a book than you can pay me off. So I'm going to do that instead. Here's my, my <laughs> tip. If any, I, I know there's a lot of celebrities <laughs> that listen to this show. So my my tip is don't get married. Just just don't get married right, until totally. you are ready totally. to say, I'm done with all that. But Clearly, these guys too. are not I'm ready to be done. I'm marriage, not just gay marriage, marriage of all kinds. Including your own. Including I think we've had this discussion. Uh, should we have your wife on the show next I'm week? I'm glad your wife yeah, doesn't listen on. to the show. <laughs> She's a Republican. She's not <laughs> listening to the <this> show. <laughs> She's part of our base. All right, so what was the other thing? What did y'all say? Sex and drugs? Y'all wanted to sex talk about no, sex we and talking, guns. What was the guns? Oh, the guns is a militia thing. Now, that oh, is a really, thing. really serious thing. And I know Brent believes that we're all the same and Republicans and Democrats are equally crazy. No, 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 no. We're not all the same. We're all have equally fucked up uh, problems with both parties. Okay. Well, one thing that is a unique right wing Republican, I don't want to say Republican necessarily, Christian, far right, fundamentalist phenomena is militias there are no notable left-wing militias in in our country greenpeace greenpeace they don't kill people though Yeah, they do well they blow up stuff they 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 sabotage machinery but they're not they're they're not going out people too okay but their purpose is not to murder people okay militias are designed particularly the one i'm talking about is this group that got arrested last week called i don't even know how you pronounce it hutare h-u-t-a-r-e they're a christian militia they were arrested last saturday video on christian nightmares oh they're lovely uh nine of them were arrested in michigan they were charged with sedition and attempted use of weapons of mass destruction now their plan was they were going to get caught speeding murder the police officer Whatever, whoever the arresting police officer was that was giving them the ticket, they were going to shoot that person, drive off, and then attend the funeral of that police officer and set off bombs wow. at the funeral. That was the plan that they had enumerated out in what their was, notes. Did and, they have a little uh, oh, note about why they wanted to do this? Yeah, what because they it I think it was Leviticus who, who, who spelled oh, that out. Oh, the Bible out. told them to right. do yeah. it. Okay. Well, yeah, no, th- their whole point was they're anti-government. Um, let's see, I think I got a quote here. There's something along the lines of they, they were trying to prevent the government taking over the world and, you know, that whole thing. I, I looked up some statistics on, and I think you mentioned this last week, Stephanie, as well. Um, furious anti-immigrant vigilante groups soared by nearly 80% in 2009, adding some new 136 groups during 2009. And we all know what happened in 2008-9. That was when we got a black president. Uh, and they, they all call, them, they call themselves patriot groups. They're militias. They're anti-government. They're uh, opposing one-world government on liberty-loving Americans, blah, blah, blah. So they're, they're back in the limelight. They've increased by 80% in the last year, 136 new groups. Um, these are not Greenpeace. T- uh, their tactics well, are very different. I've started my from- own militia, and I think we all agree <laughs> that I... Am not on the right. Of course, we don't use guns. You started your own militia. Yeah. Okay. We. What's your militia? We just called? insult people. We don't actually. <laughs> the microphone. We're hoping militia? we'll hurt somebody's feelings until until they crawl in a hole and die. Uh, that. <laughs> Listen. Let me ask you this, guys. Um, 
Based on the Constitution, who has the constitutional authority to start militias in the United States? Do you know? No. Okay, here's, here's from Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15 <laughs> and 16 of the Federal Constitution. This is the Constitution yes. that these guys all espouse, carry in their back pocket, right, and talk okay. about how great it is, okay? It granted Congress the power to, quote, provide for organizing, arming, and disciplining the militia, as well as, and in the dis- distinction to, to raise an army and a navy. This, we could go on and on about the fact that this doesn't say the president had the authority to do this, but, mm-hmm. but the Congress does. So basically, the Congress has the authority to create militias for three very specific reasons. To provide, let's see, where, where is it? Uh, to execute the laws of the union. Okay, so to uphold the current laws, the okay. Congress can establish militias. To suppress insurrections, meaning if there's an uprising against the government, Congress can instill militias to put that down, or to repel invasions. Okay. If Mexico decided to have an armed invasion of the United States, we can make a Congress can that. say we're going to raise up militias and train them to combat well, that. Well, clearly they have insurrectile dysfunction. <laughs> oh, oh, good one. I really do need a rim shot sound <laughs> of some kind, a sound effect, because that was pretty good. I like that. But what, what do you guys think about this whole concept of these... these uh, Militia groups and these these people with the guns and all that. They need to get jobs and they have way too much free time. I'm for militias, but against guns. Okay, so you like the idea of a militia in what? Throwing regard? eggplants. Exactly. I like it. Throwing insults, gripe, bitch, all you want to just put Write your a guns song. aside. Write a song. March, misspell shit on your sign. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't let's care. Let, uh, let's take a. I'm, I'm going to make another comparison for you here. Right after the health care bill passed, we all know the stories about what happened to de- Democratic congressmen and senators. Death threats, mm-hmm. uh, racial right. slurs, right. homosexual bricks slurs, windows. bricks through windows, mm-hmm. uh, power or uh, gas lines cut, violence, violent acts and threats of violence committed against them. Right. So the Republicans come out and they go, well, we've been threatened, too. Right. And yet they couldn't really come up with any real hardcore evidence. So the best, listen, that was my email to Senator Cornyn. Exactly. The best evidence they came up with was they have video of a Tea Party bus, you know, one of those touring buses that goes around and gets people hyped up for the the Tea Party. Uh, Some some protesters threw eggs at them. They threw eggs at the bus and they hit the bus. That was the biggest thing they could find. To, to justify saying, oh, yeah, well, we're being persecuted, too, as Republicans, as right-wingers. No, guys, you're not being persecuted. People are ostracizing you because you're retarded. Right. No, I, yeah, I mean, I but don't But nobody's threatening they... their lives. Nobody's sending them bombs or throwing bricks through their windows. Well, I was thinking as you were, uh, the artist talk that I went to tonight, um, I, I don't have a thing in front of me. I think it's Sandal Burke. Um he right now is working on pieces where he's basically taking uh, – he did a lot of um, art about the Iraq war and through that he was exposed to the Quran and now he's taking it in literal ways and illustrating it through paintings that have to do with America. So they have a thing where like one of the passages talks about the stampede of camels and he's like, well, I'm a server from California. I don't know what that's like, but I do know like the stampede of NASCAR cars. So he has the thing and then this <laughs> depiction of NASCAR cars. It's very interesting and in relating it to sort of like current things and whatever. And as he's been showing them, you know, someone's raised their hand and said, you know, are you worried? Like, is are Islamic people like going to take offense at this? Are you, you fearful at all that you might be threatened? And he said, well, actually, what's really ironic is that we have gotten a few threatening emails. And for some reason, they've been from far right wingers that are saying we shouldn't be even talking about the Quran in America. 
Mm-hmm. And that's the course, only negative course, response course. he's gotten. He's he's shown in you know San Francisco and L.A. So certainly, and he said that Islamic churches have come and looked at it, and it's inspired a lot of um, media within their communities. You know, obviously, um, a, a completely different interpretation and a modern twist and all that. But they're not threatening, but far white ring conservative Americans are, which is just you know yeah. it's just the same thing. It's just like you know a bunch of noise about whatever that they can possibly come up with well, they're, they're so threatened by obama they're threatened by ideas opening minds open education. minds ideas art yeah culture art, absolutely history science i mean yeah. what what aren't right-wingers <laughs> afraid of they're afraid of everything yeah. everything is a conspiracy to take over the they world they have everything to be is... afraid well at least the the religious sect of the right wing they have to be afraid it's built into uh, their belief structure you have to uh fear evil and fear sin and fear uh, uh, the devil and, and fear an angry god the antichrist um, oh yeah what did we say last week that 14 percent of registered right. republicans feel Think that obama Obama's is the antichrist. The antichrist. literally literally i mean yeah it's just crazy but no you're right i mean they have to if if they don't if they start stop you know bitching and throwing bricks through windows and start listening then their world's going to crumble and they're not going to even know who they are or what their well, purpose democrats is. are any, they're just scared of different shit um it's political correctness and all that other kind of garbage hurting people's feelings um they're afraid of i mean they have to be afraid or they wouldn't consume yeah but they don't react to it by taking up arms and weapons and throwing bricks at people anyway awesome brent you want to have one i'm going to give you the, the final word are on we this. done yeah Go we, we got we got to wrap up but i'm going to give brent the final um okay thanks <laughs> you've been a great crowd <laughs> see you next crowd. time be sure to tip your waiter <laughs> Uh, again, listeners, if you're uh, if you're out there listening, feel free to send us an email at urbanunderachiever at yahoo.com. Uh, we're on check, Facebook. We're on Facebook. We're on iTunes. And we're in the process of putting together our uh, standalone website. And we will give you information about that soon. But yeah. uh, send us topics if you want us to talk about a particular we topic. Need, we need or a private jet. Or, or people could call in, too. Well, sure. maybe not call in. But if you're interested in my email. militia, please email us, yeah, and I'll let you know how to get yeah, Brent's microphone militia. Will be meeting soon. Exactly. And <laughs> sure. Thanks. The people who hate people like, party no, will be. Call in. We do not have that capacity. Sometime we will. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week.